Welcome back to Therapist Watching Bravo with me, Amanda. And me, Madeline. We are friends and psychotherapists, and we love Bravo. Yes. You guys can follow us on Instagram at Therapist Watching Bravo. That is therapist plural with an S. Uh, you can also email us at therapistwatchingbravo at gmail.com with thoughts, feelings, observations on anything Bravo. Yes. Y'all, I am lit Liddy, for this episode, you have no clue. We have a great episode for you. Madeline is like really going to steer the ship today because she has a lot of thoughts, feelings, and observations. I just have a lot. And you know what we're going to do today, Amanda? We're going to own it. We're going to own it. it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. We're going to deep dive some Lisa Renna today. We'll go over some current events to start, you know, us off, and then we'll dive into Lisa. And I cannot wait because I am a Lisa Renna stan. So, you know, stay tuned. And Amanda is is not. Is not. So we have opposing opinions here. Yes. And I feel like a lot of people are hating on Rena right now. And I really just want to take a nuanced stance. And we're going to really just get into it. So I can't wait. Buckle up. Buckle up. And also, if you don't know much about Lisa Rena, we're going to share a couple of, like, examples. And mm-hmm. also, like, you know, do our thing. Yep. And bridge it out to other mental health and personality traits. And it may sound like people that you know. Oh, yeah. And we're going to kind of dive into the personality part of it, too. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah. Can't wait. Okay. So uh, before we do that, Madeline, how are you doing? You know, I'm doing pretty well. I I was like, I was talking to Amanda on the phone earlier and I was like, oh, like I'm kind of tired, whatever. And then I started doing some prep for this episode and I got so energized. You look, I just, you look I, I'm very excited. Yay. I can't wait to get in this, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing, doing good this week. Yeah. Feeling, good. feeling energized this afternoon. I haven't been sleeping great. Feel bad saying that to a mom with a infant. Um, no, but, we feel understood. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for creating a safe space for me. But um, <laughs> yes, so a little tired, but also feeling energized tonight. So good all, overall. How about you? Good, good. Um, well, I'm doing good overall. I got bamboozled <gasps> at Starbucks today. Oh, no. So I went and my order is just like a grande latte. Right. One raw sugar. I drive away and... I taste it and I was like, this isn't right. And then I pull over and it's just milk. So I'm like, it's just hot milk. Well, that's something. Like I'm wilder. (laughs) Like I'm like a baby. (laughs) All right then. So I went back to go uh, be like, hello, can you just like give me some espresso, please? Like you didn't even pour it in this cup. Right, like like, just hit me. I'm fine with that. So like I go back to the drive-thru because Wilder was sleeping in the back and I was like, hey, like I was just here. I ordered a latte, but it was just milk. (laughs) That is honestly absurd. I know. So I, and I was like, it's all wild. Like, it's really clear. So I, like, drive up to the window. It's, like, such a simple order. And the barista pops out, and she's like, so what's wrong with your latte? Okay. And I was like, it's... Sass? I know. I was like, um, it's just milk. And then she's like, so what What do you want? And I was like, uh, just a... Like, what you just ordered? Just a latte with one raw sugar. Like, some espresso, some milk, a little bit of sugar. And then I like, and she just stared at me. And so like, I gave her to go give her the cut back. Cause I was like, here, you can see, I'm not trying to get a free drink. Right, like you're not abusing the system here. She goes, we can't accept drinks back through the window. Shuts the window and then brings me back my latte after she made it. And she goes, can you taste it to make sure it's right? Oh, we're going to do that. Okay. Wow. Interesting. So I tasted and I was like, it tasted weird, but I was like, yeah, that's right. (laughs) It's the best drink I've ever had. Thanks so much. That's so, some things, and I don't believe in this, but some things in retro, retrograde, I think. 
People like, are out here wild. No, this week has been wild. Like therapeutically, I've just it's been a whoo, it's been a week. I said, whoo, whoo. Yeah, it's a lot coming out everybody, I think. Just I, shit's off. Shit's off. But it's gonna be on tonight. It's gonna be all on is tonight. all is right because we made it to Thursday night, so all is well. All is well. Uh, okay, so uh, now we're gonna dive in current events. We wanted to comment on Kim and Croy. Ooh. So uh, Kim is a housewife from Atlanta. If you guys don't know, kind of very crazy, very volatile, mm. very not with the world. Yes. Not checked into reality. No. Just a lot. Her and her husband, Croy, have been together like 10 years. Which, the name Croy, have you ever heard that before this? No. It's, it's, that's unhinged. It is. I hate to comfort people, but like that is. If we loop it back to last week, it's also feral. It, it is. <laughs> wow. It's, it really is. So, whatever. They got... They announced that they filed for divorce, and then... Which people were shocked, I think. Like, I mean, I kind of wasn't, because Kim's, like, you know, a whole vibe, and yeah. whatever, but, like, I think people were genuinely shocked at first, because they've they been... Because they a long Instagram post. Y- yes. They were always together, and They've been together like for that. a long time. And they've been together they've a long time. Children together. Yeah, they've got young et cetera, kids. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, either way, they now said that the divorce is off. Yes. And then they... <laughs> and they hard-launched at church. A That's the thing. hard-launched. Like... I saw that they were like, I don't even know how long it went on. It was like, oh, they're divorced, they're divorced. Two I was months, like, two months. It was two months. Yeah. In my head, it was like a week. That's crazy. So yeah, and then they like, the whole fam rolls deep. I don't even know what church they went to in Atlanta. I'm picturing like Passion City or like something like that, like a mega church. And they just like roll up to this church, the whole fam, paparazzi. the paparazzi everywhere. And they're like, hey, we're actually not getting divorced anymore and i guess like my opinion on this is because people are like are they doing this for the show or to like get back on the show or is this like a real thing hmm i want i kind of think it's real because that's like fucking crazy to put your family through that that's a lot to put your kids through honestly and they have like young kids too yeah they do but i'm also at the point it doesn't matter it's so crazy either way. Like, it none is. of this is good. No. The volatility, wild. Yeah, it's a roller coaster. And I don't know. I don't know, like, a lot about their relationship. It just makes me think of couples that are volatile. And, like, they'll have these high highs, Instagram posting, so in love, so yeah. together. But you know with that high high is a low, low. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And it. There's a lot. I think that's what we're seeing. Low, low. Yeah. High, high. Hard launch at church. That's so true. It's like, look at us now. We're a perfect healed family going into church. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with them. I don't, I tend to not think that much volatility is sustainable. Yeah, no. It's going to be interesting to see what plays out with her. And if she gets back on the show, I don't know. Because, I mean, she was the only white woman on that cast ever. I think so. So, um, and I kind of think, like, culturally, she's, like, not even really relevant, and she keeps popping up on that show as a guest of the show, and yeah. I'm kind of like, get out of here, Kim. Like, eh. Yeah, I'll be interested to, I don't, it just is interesting, because also, before this, before they filed for divorce, they were having money problems, and there was, like, a big thing oh, about yeah. their house being foreclosed on, Oh. and, like, they had, were so behind on the mortgage, and, like, whatever, and then it didn't get foreclosed on. Like, they were still living there. And I, as it was all out in the news that it was getting foreclosed on, they kept posting on Instagram, like, we're still living here, bitches. <laughs> it's kind of wild. <laughs> she's, got a, but, she's got a crazy energy I mean, about kinda, her. Like, I know. <laughs> she's like, a trip. It's kind of crazy that they were still 
And then that never happened. So maybe they won't get divorced. I don't know. I feel like I have whiplash every time I talk about her. Like, I also wonder if like some of their other rich friends, like they're really close with like Jason Aldean and his wife. Oh, they are? Who, who are also crazy. Mm. But um, I don't know if they bail him out with money and like helped him with the house. I don't know. Yeah. Allegedly. we. I mean, who knows? We, allegedly. I like that take though. Um. You know, email us, reach out if you guys have yeah. questions. Yeah, if you have scoop. I mean, we are in Atlanta. Who knows? Maybe someone's got some hot tips mm-hmm. for us on Kim and Croy. Yeah, we, we would. I feel crazy even saying their names. Kim and Croy. Like, <laughs> I, it just, I just feel like and there's like, a lot going kids on there. cash. Like, it's just very aggressive. Yeah, that is. There's a lot. That's so, you know, we'll keep updates on that. Keep tabs on Kim and Croy. Yeah. And their adventures of their marriage. Yes. Okay. Star of our show today. Lisa mother freaking Rena. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So I'm just gonna give some takes here and we'll just kind of go. Um, I like Lisa Rena. I will say, and I, and I'm going to take a nuanced stance here. When she first got on the show, she was really fun and funny and authentic. And I really like, I love people who are genuine and authentic and you can see clearly um, so it, when she first came on the show, I was like, hell yeah, I like this girl. Like, she's like got the big lips and she's just kind of like sassy. This, sassy and like, she's like, this is me. Yeah. I'm going to speak my mind. And I, I liked that. I was like, cool. Like, love to see that. Um, you know, and as the show has gone on, she's gotten messier and messier with each parting season. Um, but I will say it is her literal job to be dramatic. Like she is on a reality TV True. show. And I think that we, in my opinion, we have had good television on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Thanks to Lisa Renna for the past few seasons. As evidenced by this past season, there has been some, you know, questions if Kyle and Mauricio, I know allegedly are like making this shit up because they don't have any storylines, but you know what you always Scandival have with all style, Scandival style. And it, yeah, there's, you know, Heather McDonald had a whole thing on that. And I thought that she had some good takes on that, but you know, we didn't have that problem when Rena was around. Like, she did make a lot of content for that show. She takes her jobs very seriously. Oh, she does. And she delivers. She delivers. And she works harder than anybody. Like, if you go... I encourage you all to go to her Wikipedia. There is a lot of shit on there, y'all. It even could be said, the devil works hard. But Lisa Lisa Rinna Rinna works works harder. harder. She does. She really does. I mean, she just kind of goes for it. Um, I mean... Also, as evidenced by her Depends commercials. Like, I do appreciate that. I kind of do too. Shameless. Like, Shameless. Li- literally. She'll do whatever. Whatever. And no, honestly. She's like no pride in a way or no ego. Not yes. exactly. Yes. Not in all situations. Not in all situations, but she will get her dollar and she will, like, I mean, look at her daughters. Like, they are wa- walking in the biggest fashion shows in the world now. Mm-hmm. Like, she's definitely got, like, no press is bad press, momager energy, yeah. which, you know, can come with some messes and can come with a lot, but there is a piece of that that I respect. Like, mm-hmm. I do feel like she is doing what she can to, like, put herself and her career forward and put her family forward. Um, so, you know, that's, that's kind of, like, my general take on her, but I do feel like a lot of people have kind of, in, in this last season that she was on, She was really cast as the villain. Um, Oh, yeah. And I feel like she is, I mean, 
to be fair, she's done a lot, and I'm going to go through it a little bit, and we're going to talk through it a little bit. She's done a lot to kind of get that role, but I don't feel like she, it's like she got brood, brood, she got booed at BravoCon, and she like was flipping off the crowd and laughing and was just like, I can't wait to tell Harry Hamlin that I got booed. Like, I don't even care. Like, fuck y'all. Well, it's like really interesting that she gets booed, but Erica Jane doesn't get booed. That is my thing. Yes. Like, Lisa Renna is messy, and guess what? They paid her to be messy on that television show, but Erica Jane does illegal shit, and people still stan her, and I'm like, probably okay. Probably knows about her husband Yes, doing allegedly. Shit. Allegedly. Um, yes. But still, like, that actually hurt people lot, in such a serious way. In such a serious way, and she was, I know that there are things that Erica Jane couldn't talk about in the show, but she was so totally. flippant about, like, yeah. She, she could have showed more care without, um, without saying anything. Yes. She could have just had a different attitude or a different demeanor without uh, saying yeah. one word about it. Yeah, a different posture towards it. Instead, she gets so, like, defensive and so, like, and, you know, whatever. So, you know, that's, that's my general take on... Lisa Renna. So I went and I did my due diligence and I went and watched some of, you know, Lisa Renna's, you know, messiest moments. There is a whole YouTube compilation for what I'm talking about. And there are some big contenders in here. Like we got the Kim stuff. We got Dorit. I mean, the most recent season we had Kathy. Um, where do you, which one do you want to start with? Which one are you feeling? I feel like there's a lot with Kim. I say let's start with Kim. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, Kim is Kyle's sister. Kim was on the show. She was a real housewife of Beverly Hills. And Kim was in action addiction on the, sh- on the show. Active addiction. That's a, what I say. <laughs> action addiction. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Active addiction on the show. She was like in the thick of it and not, not getting any help. and. Yes, it was, yeah. I'm just getting so excited talking about Lisa Renna. Um, but yeah, no, she was in active addiction on the show and there was a lot going on. Um, and Lisa Renna kind of called it out and was kind of like, am I the only one seeing this? Like Kim is obvious. And when you're a viewer on that show, it's pretty apparent that Kim is in active addiction. I think so. If you have addiction. any kind of eye of what that may look like. Yes. yes. I mean, you're like, whoa, she's not doing well. Yeah. And it was... She was incoherent. And I understand Lisa's point from a sec- for a, a little bit because everyone else wasn't saying anything. Right. And it's like, am I the only one seeing all of this crazy shit go down? Right. She's actively using, is struggling in front of her eyes and your her own sister yes. from what we're seeing on TV is not doing anything about it. Totally. And, and the way this is, and this is going to be a theme, the way Rena approached the problem was messy. Like, should she have called it out in the way that she did in front no, of people? It Probably was not. not. Supportive at it was all. not supportive. It was all attacking. Right. Right. It was, it was intense. Um, and just, you know, in front of people and you know even more on national television there was like a lot going there so it didn't have a lot of like tender love and care in the delivery i think that's where she like loses her yes footing inside now if someone is an active addiction yeah although it is kind of can be crazy making to be in a relationship with that person like any type of relationship but it does need to you need to handle it with tender love and care right right um i I firm boundaries but yeah and a big note in Kim and Lisa Renna's relationship is when 
in Amsterdam. And that was the dinner when Kim was like, let's not talk about the husband. And Lisa Renna is like, don't you talk about my husband. And then she smashes the wine glass. And then for those of you who are familiar, Kyle flees the room as if she is in fight or flight. And if you have not seen that, I would really encourage you to look that up because me and Amanda watched this before and we're in tears. If you need a giggle. If you just... need a good giggle. Just Kyle just straight up has a flight response. She, if you've ever seen a flight response, this is it. She runs out of the restaurant. Like two white women are coming out of, and she just flees. It's just. She kind of ducks, runs with her arms flailing. God. It's. Like, you, you think there's a fire. Right, right. It's so funny. And, and so I think, again, Lisa loses her footing in that argument because, because Kim, honestly, Kim was kind of baiting Lisa. But then Lisa loses her shit and throws the wine glass and kind of touches Kim's face and, like, kind of looks like she's going to choke her. So she loses her, you know, footing there. But also there's a, there's a part of me, Amanda, that really yes. kind of gets defending your man like that. Like, there's a part of me. Did she go about it the wrong way? And do I condone? I, no, she didn't. Do I condone violence? No, I sure don't. And if somebody was coming for Austin, I would be fierce about it. I see it. Yeah. It, I, I really would. It. Yeah. And really any of my friends, my family, I'd be like, okay, no. No, I get it. I 100% get that. Yeah. Like, and, you know, she adores Harry, whatever. Um, Harry fucking Hamlin. Harry fucking Hamlin. Um, so yeah, she's messy AF, and I cannot back up everything that she does, but it's pretty rare that I like don't agree with like her intentions and like her discernment. Also, if you see in her interview in that Amsterdam episode, Lisa Rinna talks about losing her sister at yes. twenty one to addiction so you can see why she's so explosive and I think it's a perfect example of when someone has a raw spot or a sensitivity their reaction is fucking huge yes which is like why she's so reactive about Kim that's a great point and yeah I just thought it was an example of that and like when people do have big reactions it does come from sensitive places like case in point right here exactly she lost her sister to addiction right so she takes it she notices it right away she picks up on the signs and she sees the problem and she feels like unheard oh and powerless again I bet I'm sure it put her back in that situation in a lot of ways yeah oh totally and when you are in a relationship with someone any type of relationship that has an addiction like you're super sensor for that stuff yeah you pick up on it so quick right No, seriously. More than people who don't know about it. Exactly. Like, you know, I think just being in my practice and, like, my family history, like, I remember when I first watched it with Kim, and I remember feeling, like, whoa. Like, I obviously, this is so apparent to me, and I guess it's not to everybody who hasn't been through that. Totally. So I think Rena, in a way, was just kind of like, why am I the only one seeing this? And, like, this, so I, there was a part of me that gets up. Yeah, and I... Bet Kyle was hoping people didn't notice. Yes. And then I think if you're not familiar with it, it takes you a while to catch on. Yeah. And then Lisa Renna knows exactly what it is. So then she's calling it out and there's a perfect storm. And I think, yes. And side note for the, those of you guys that don't know, Madeline works a lot with addiction, yeah, substance ha- use. She knows a whole hell of a lot in this area professionally. The, yeah. I've historically worked with that, but yeah, it's, so, you know, there's a, that's a really rich text. So I just don't think that Rena is inaccurate. I just think that her delivery is not great. Much like how she was with Yolanda. Second point. Um, so, you know, there was 
something afoot with the Yolanda. I, Yolanda honestly always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And for those she of you, she was always kind of mysterious. Yes, I felt. yes, and guarded and like evasive. Evasive, yes. And for those of you who don't know, Yolanda is Gigi and Bella Hadid's mom. Mother. Um, and she's like this beautiful, like mysterious woman. I'm also kind of seeing an, an interesting thing because Ooh. Yolanda was mysterious, evasive, more guarded. That is the exact type of person who would trigger Lisa Rinna, who's more pursuer and reactive-y. And the more Yolanda was evasive, the more Lisa the Rinna bigger, Yes, the reacted. bigger Rinna would get. That's yeah. such a good point. Yeah. That is yeah. such a good point. Yeah, because those patterns play out in other, not just your romantic relationships, but in friendships, at work, yes. just in general. And they have similar momager, like, vibes except for like they go about it very different ways and like I mean Yolanda's kids are Bella and Gigi fucking Hadid and I always wondered if there was some jealousy yes because I could see who's that who's bigger than Gigi Hadid like literally no, no one. one literally no one yeah so and you know now Lisa Renna's girls are like walking in fashion shows and that's great and all but like they're not Gigi or Bella really at this point. So I think there, the there was a little bit of a competition like undertone there, but so what happened in the show was Lisa Rinna. Okay. So Yolanda has Lyme disease and as does Bella Hadid. And I think the son also has it. Anwar. Anwar. Um, and so, you know, that, I mean, I hear that and that kind of strikes me as odd because it's not a contagious disease. That is kind of bizarre. No, you like get it if a tick bites you. Right. Exactly. And so it's like, Okay, well, maybe they were all bit by the same ticks in the same tree. I don't know. Maybe we're on the vacation together. I don't know what happened, but it's like kind of you don't really hear of that very often. So, you know, Yolanda's going through all these medical things on the show, and Lisa like there's goes, just some sketchiness around. There's it. some yeah, there's some sketchiness around it. Like one day Lisa Rena goes to visit her, and then like the you know she can't Yolanda can't get out of bed, and then the next day she's taking pictures on this like lavish vacation and being outside. So I think she was like, "What's happening?" So Rena alleges on national television that Yolanda might have Munchausen's. Which do you want to explain that? Yes. So Munchausen's by proxy is that still was like the full it's diagnosis code now called factitious disorder. Oh, that's right. That's right. So there's kind of two different versions. Munchausen's and factitious are the same thing. Yes. Uh, but Munchausen's is when you make yourself sick to get attention and love and affection, or you like fake being sick. Yeah. Like the Scamanda. Yes. Uh, and then Munchausen's by proxy is like when you make your child sick, like yes. Mommy Dead and Dearest. If yes. any of you saw that on HBO. Yeah, that was wild. So that's just the difference between. Yeah, Munchausen's and Munchausen's by proxy. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's a pretty big allegation. Yeah, and, and it's, like, not a common thing either. Like, no. this doesn't just, like, happen. It's pretty rare. No, it's not, like, anxiety, depression. That's, like, you know, having no, something No, and it's crazy, not, like, like, exaggerating how bad you're feeling. It's, no. like, making it up, poisoning yourself, or, yes. oh, my gosh, has any, if you've seen or read Sharp Objects. Oh, yes. That's another example of Munchausen's by proxy or factitious disorder by proxy. Great reference point. Like, Good it's job, some deep, job, sick shit. And no, it, re it really is. So it was not a, just like a, mm -hmm, haha, maybe she has this thing. Like, that's a big allegation. I think she was confused and whatever, but yeah, it was messy. She and Yolanda talk about it, whatever. So I get why she was confused, but that was like a really messy way to go about it. Um, Again, Poor delivery. Poor delivery. Like a dog with a bone goes after it, goes after it. Right. And then with Dorit, when they're, they're, the group's in Hong Kong and the girls are talking and Lisa Rinna 
I mean, apparently Dorit said, hey, you're addicted to Xanax. Like, she was talking shit about Rena and was like, hey, I think Rena's addicted to Xanax, which, if you've seen her on the show, she carries around a bag of pills, and, like, that's kind of... I mean, on the, at the time, I was like, ha-ha, and now I'm like, huh, I guess that is kind of weird. Um, but, um, so Rena goes after Dorit at the group dinner, and she was like, Are, tell me, were people doing cocaine in your bathroom at that party? And the whole table erupts. They're like, Rena, that is so messed up, and, like, whatever. And I'm kind of like... I mean, Dorit could have easily just been like, no, actually, like, they weren't. And if they were, I would tell them not to do that. That was weird. But yeah. she got defensive. So, like, that's the thing. I don't think Rena's always off base. But she's messy about it. And I don't even think the, I don't know whose point this is or if it's even a point. But I don't think the point is that she's off base. Hmm. She's so wild whenever yes. she says what she's thinking or what she's seeing or yes. what she's feeling. It is so off-putting. And I think the hard part about that is because, like, she's right. Yeah. Who knows? I wouldn't be surprised if people were doing cocaine at a party. Right. Whatever. Or Kim was using. Yeah. You know, all of that stuff is prob- was true. Maybe true, right. allegedly true, allegedly may have happened. I right. don't know the proper way to say it. I mean, the way she reacted, it made it, made it seem like it did happen. I was kind of like, yes, hey, you're not really helping yourself. Well, I think the hard part, and I think this is where you see the underlying and mm-hmm. I see the like yes. overt behavior is I'm like, when you are so reactive and volatile and go after people like that and are so antagonistic. Yeah. She's pretty antagonistic. Like she keeps poking and keeps going at it she like does. nonstop. She can be abrasive. Abrasive, harsh brutal brutally honest that it gets old and there's only so much of seeing like the underlying intention and i think we can apply that that's a good point apply that to like all of our relationships or people that we've known that like even if you know someone has a good heart or means differently it's just coming out sideways that's normal to like a certain extent yeah everything like we all have moments where stuff comes out sideways but if it repeatedly comes out bad yeah and hurtful you just yeah it leaves you kind of with only the option to go away that's a good point like intention doesn't always absolve you from the impact of something yeah like you know like you can that's that's why i care about and like rena i'm like i see her heart i feel like she does have good intentions but her delivery sucks yeah like it sucks and but you know there is also a part of me that appreciates like someone who might say it messy Versus somebody who is more calculated and, like, conniving, like, Vanderpump. Like... I think this is a very nuanced, kind of important thing. Yeah. You... Point you have. Yeah. Like, I just... Because Lisa Vanderpump would do these, like, drive-by things. And she'd just be kind of shady and, like, secretive and sneaky with her insults. It felt, like, very under the table. Yes. And it was just, like, you didn't even know it hit you half the time. Uh Like, and she would just... And that stuff makes... Like, with the magazine. Yes. And like yeah, it was it felt very like calculated and just kind of like snarky. And I think honestly, and I want to make this point too. Like it reminded me of people in my life who've done that to me. And I'm just like, ooh. So I I almost prefer somebody like Rena who's just at least she's out with it. Like at least you know. At least the harmful behavior is right in front of your face. There's yeah. nothing behind your back. There's no surprises. Exactly. I can appreciate that. Yeah. There there's a part of me that's like. Okay, like you know what you're getting, right? And okay, I don't know why we're coming so hard for running over people like Vanderpump and Erica Jane, but also like Kathy Hilton's not like 
an angel either. And I feel like she's no. like she's kind of getting pegged as the victim from this last season. And I'm kind of like, I kind of believe that she would pop off on <laughs> Rena at the Aspen place. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, everyone's like, oh my God. Because that's why she got booed at BravoCon, apparently, because she was like being messy about Kathy. But I think Kathy is low-key unhinged. That's my take. I she's funny sometimes. I think when you have like that much money, yeah, you've got to be a little low key unhinged. Mm-hmm. You're just like not in touch with reality. No, Kathy Hilton is not in touch with reality at all. She's funny, but like, yeah, she is. She makes some, for some good TV, but like, she is not. She hasn't not lived with the world. No, she really hasn't and forever. For years and years. For and years and years. So you know that's that's kind of my take on. Rena, and so I, I see her. Yes, she is unfiltered. Yes, she can be unsavory. And I think towards the end, she got kind of malicious. And like, there's a there's so it took many. It a turn. It took a turn. And I, I like, okay, when she was talking about her mom, and like her mom died in this past Aww. season, I, I like sobbed. Like, I was so sad for her. It's sad. It was really sad. So I, I see the human in her. I don't know if she deserves this much hate. Does she deserve some? Yeah, honestly. Like, she was pretty messy. Yeah, and I think circling back to your point about how Lisa Renna is like in your face type of off putting or yeah. in your face type of harmful. Yeah. I think not to make it all about the patriarchy, but <laughs> I think when it is more when someone is more reactive like that, it gets a I can't find the word for it, a better rap, a worse reputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, than someone who is just like does sneaky shit and yeah. then acts cool, calm and collected and like nothing As happened. As if they didn't do anything. But they were conniving behind the scenes because like that is all out in your face. So I do think that that amps up the hatred for her and that a lot of people just view that type of behavior as worse. Yeah. But and I, yeah. I'm not saying it's not bad or harmful, but if you're sneaking behind the scenes, like that's equally just as bad. Exactly. And so I, I, I agree with that. Like I think Rena gets shat on because she's this big personality. Yeah. And I, and I think this is kind of like my point and like what I really am fascinated by with the whole Bravo universe in general is that people like see, like we all have a different lens when we are watching these shows. And I think we notice and pick up on different things based on our history, based on like people in our lives. And so it, it like Lisa Renna might not trigger me, but like, honestly, sometimes Lisa Vanderpump triggers me. So it's really interesting, like how we see what we see and why we see what we see. Yes, it is interesting how your reactions to Bravo could be a lens into your own heart in raw spots. Damn. Ain't it true? Ain't it true? That's the point of this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> like literally it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, any other thoughts on Lisa Renna? Honestly, those are my big thoughts. I, I just think it's interesting that, you know, we all see things kind of differently and... Oh, it is. And I think it just speaks to, like, who we are and why we are who we are and what kind of built us. Because I know for me, totally. like, when people do those sneak attacks, it really is frustrating to me. And so I, I like, and I see that, and I really value authenticity. And I see that with Rena. so. I think that one last point, maybe, um, <laughs> is, like, 
we were talking about earlier, Lisa Rinna does have good discernment. She does. She picks up on things. Yeah. Like, you can tell she is kind of reading the room and is in tune with what's happening. Yeah, she's intuitive. It just sucks that when her delivery is so poor that it, like, makes everybody hate her. Yes. When it's like, she's actually right. Yeah. Which I think goes to... I feel like in some ways that can apply to, like, all of the listeners and, like, all of our relationships of, like, your delivery really freaking matters. Yeah, it does. And it can take away, like, the intention and the heart of it, and it can kind of, like, make it – it almost cancels it out at a certain point. Yeah, and you have to be able – and I think a lot of it she did do for TV. Yeah. uh, And it made great TV. But you do have to be able to emotionally regulate to get your point across. Yes, because you could be so right, but if you are screaming at someone, and throwing it doesn't... things and getting violent, never okay. Yeah, and it takes away the heart of what you're trying to say, and yeah. then the plot gets lost. Kind of like when we were talking about Ariana when all the scandal ball stuff was happening, she kept her, her composure, her composure, and it was. I mean, I think it, it helped went her a long way. It did. I think it helped her keep her strength, and you know, her points came across really clear. Yeah. And the, it's hard to do when you are worked up. So take a break. Lisa Rinna. Take a breath. If you are listening. Lisa just, Rinna just, is listening. Like, I want you to be an emotionally regulated queen. Because then you would be literally unstoppable. Just a little. Just like, a little. Just a, a tad. Just a some, touch. I, I feel like she just, does do some meditation. Just like take. I don't know. Take a breath or two. That's all right. we're saying. Yeah. Y'all are in California. Do some yoga. Do some deep breathing. Like, do a mindfulness walk. There's things we can do to ground ourselves yes yes so that's that's my hot takes on lisa renna and if you hate those takes i really want to hear it because i'm here for a lisa renna discussion we are and also like who else do you guys want us to do next yeah we're up we're open Uh, who are you thinking for next i mean we can also always do ramona singer oh i mean i'm always down for (laughs) ramona or luann i madeline and i were talking like it just feels like new york has a particular amount of the cast that is on another level with some personality yeah potentially disorders yeah yeah there's something going on yeah Yeah. there's a lot yeah potentially allegedly whatever but you know reach out we'll probably do Ramona or Luann next unless someone has a better idea oh maybe Bethany uh, Frankel maybe Bethany we'll get into it yeah so anybody you're dying to see maybe Teresa who knows we'll get into all of it well, that's our episode, guys. Thanks for listening. You can follow us at Therapist Watching Bravo on Instagram, and you can email us your thoughts, feelings, and observations at therapistwatchingbravo at gmail.com. Um, okay, bye. Okay, bye.